Welcome back to Let's Get Mary, the wedding and event podcast from brides who've been through it all and the founder of Mary, a day of coordination company. We're back. We are back. Sam, it's good to be with you. It's good to be here. I feel very official. Right? Season two. Season two, episode one. So much has happened. There were weddings, there were homes purchased, there were in our vicinity babies, babies born. surrounding us, but not ours. Nope, nope, nope. Um, how, how's it going? It is going. It good. feels like a lifetime since we last recorded, which was... What? what? April? I think so. I think it was April. Yeah, Which it was kind of a lifetime, I suppose. Totally. Did you? Would you say you had a good summer overall? Yes, I would say our summer was very busy. <laughs> we should mention that we have a little bit of a special guest here, Sam's dog Brody, who we love to talk about. He is at attention and ready to dive into season two with us. Yes, he is project manager today. He is. He's finding a toy yes. in the background right now to keep himself busy. Yes. So we are so excited to be back with you all. And there have been so many engagements and weddings and uh, people having weddings that they had to postpone for years are finally happening. Um, and it's really exciting and busy. It is. It's I feel like every time, you know, we go on Instagram, there's somebody else that we know that's been engaged or had a wedding. So, so true. It's so exciting to see. Um, and it's definitely been a fun time. Totally. So, episode one. Episode one. So, today we are talking about dealing with the unexpected. How to pivot plans, keep your sanity, and be ready for any issue that can arise. There's a lot going on there with weddings. There is a lot going on. And there's always a lot going on with weddings. Yes. But especially now, it feels like a really important thing to pause and focus on how to make ourselves okay through this crazy process. Yes, exactly. Okay. But first, Sam, what are we drinking? So today, we are drinking a pear margarita. Brody is very excited about that, tiptoeing around. But so this drink actually has a little bit of a special background to it. So my cousin recently just got married and we came and made her a bunch of specialty cocktails for her and her fiance at the time to try. Um, and this is the one that they chose. So it is four ounce pear juice, two ounces tequila, one ounce triple sec, a splash of honey, um, a sprig of rosemary and a dash of cinnamon. It's a perfect alternative to anything apple cider-esque, but still very fall related. Oh, I love that. I love that you had them over and they yes. tried drinks. I like made this big like show for them. I think I got them a little drunk, but that's what you're supposed to do when you're <laughs> trying cocktails. So. I love that. Never met a margarita I didn't like. Right, right Brody? So cheers. <laughs> cheers. Okay. All right. So shall we get into it? Yes. Let's do it. Okay, let's start with simply examples of the unexpected things that can happen. A global pandemic. Yes, that is one that you would not <laughs> normally think of. Man, so yeah, that's it's a big one, but hey, I got through it. We'll talk much more about that. Yeah. People are getting through. Yeah. Um, rain is another big one that you cannot control mm -hmm. um, by any means. Have you heard the saying that it is good luck when it rains on your 
Wedding. It is. I am forgetting the like where that actually came from. And I'm also curious, is that like just what people say to make I, people feel I better? I always thought that way, but I mean, listen, by all means. It's fine. I mean, it's your wedding day is going to be amazing no matter what. Yes. So uh, illness, unfortunately, is one. Yeah. We actually, that reminds me of when Joel's mom um, yeah. not necessarily an illness but she did have like her hip was like popping out mm-hmm. and literally the week before our wedding we didn't think that she was going to be able to come and so it was definitely something that you kind of have to just pivot from mm-hmm. you know you don't expect it right um so yeah that that's a big one mm-hmm. then we're dropping out i feel like this is probably something more happening more with covid i can't tell you every week i hear another story and it's freaking me out. So we're going to help you figure out how to handle it. (laughs) Uh, Personalities in general. Yeah. yeah. Wow. (laughs) That is a big one that should not go unmentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, Plus one's changing. It's tough. Happened a lot over the past two years. I don't know if you felt like that when you were planning, maybe it was like COVID breakups, unfortunately. Yeah. We didn't run into that a ton. Okay. Um, But yeah, I feel like there's, it's just, you know, a lot, a lot is changing lately. Mm-hmm. And a final one that we wanted to list someone not following your dress code. Yikes. Yep. All right. So Sam, what would you say would be the best way to deal with some of these unexpected things? So I would say that you don't want to fight your emotions, right? Like I think you're allowed to feel a certain way, for a moment, for a few moments, however much it, it needs to be felt. And then you need to, you know, kind of develop this, a strategy mm-hmm. from there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like for you with COVID, right? It was so up and, and you can talk more about this because you probably have much more advice than <laughs> I can possibly give, but it was so tricky for you to be able to decide when and where and you didn't want to get your hopes up but at mm-hmm. the same time you were still going amongst planning right um so i think you're allowed to be upset about it for mm-hmm. a certain point and then take that and make it constructive in a way i really like that because i am so the tendency of like okay let's fix let's fix the problem right. and something like this out of your control you need people around you telling you this and just to remember this on your own exactly what you said of feel it, go through it. It's like processing anything bad or stressful in your life. If you breeze through that, that's going to come back years from now and bubble up in weird ways. So if you're not being realistic with yourself of, okay, this absolutely stinks and we'll figure it out. In terms of COVID though, we, something that helped us was to give ourselves a date of like pulling the trigger mm-hmm. one way or another on things. And there were so many times before that date where I was like, I can't handle this. We have to call it. And the only way you could call it at that point was to cancel, which right. was upsetting. Right. And people were booking 2022. So it felt like, okay, like if we want to move, we probably have to move now. And Tony bless his heart kept saying, we picked a date and we'll decide then. Right. So, um, that, that, that helped us trying to focus on, let's not deal with this every single day. Let's talk about it at some point. Right. I like that. And I think picking a date and sticking to that date when it comes to global pandemics or something completely out of your control like that is Mm -hmm. really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, 
As for rain, having a really solid plan B, if you fall in love with a venue that's only outside, I just want to remind people, fall in love with the plan B too. Yeah, I, I agree. And I mean, it's a plan B for a reason, right? right? Like we know it's not your your ideal situation, but mm-hmm. still be excited about your plan B. I've also seen those outdoor things with like beautiful, clear umbrellas mm-hmm. and like, yeah, the guests might get a little bit wet, but it is still really pretty and picturesque and there's ways to do it still. Mm -hmm. And what do people always say? Clouds make for the best wedding photos. That is true. So there you go. Okay. Things like illness. This is a scary one with COVID because at any point are people close to you going to not be able to be there? So right before we got married, it really was this like beautiful couple of weeks where it felt very safe in the world. Right. And I still like was taking every precaution as if it was early quarantine days because I didn't even want a cold, you know, like I wanted to be very, very careful. And I knew that everyone very close and important to me was also going to do their best to stay really healthy. With all that said, something like the situation you guys went through, I don't know what helped you to kind of have solace and be okay. Honestly, supporting like leaning on your support crew to I remember like you know Joel was really upset about trying to think of you know just the thought of his mom not being able to attend our wedding Mm -hmm. and I immediately was like texting I think I text you I text like all of my bridesmaids and you know a few of our college friends and everybody was like like without even a second like okay let's figure out how to lie and this is before like live streaming was really a thing with the pandemic let's figure out how to live stream it let's figure out this let's figure out how we can get a projector so it's like they're sitting there and Mm -hmm. everybody came together and really helped me put like put thought to it more Mm -hmm. and figure out like okay not ideal but certainly something that we can kind of figure out if we need to I love that. I'm so of the mindset sometimes of, I don't want anyone else's opinion, but I think it's really good to remember in stressful situations, you're, especially when you're in the, when you are about to be the one that gets married, you were in this like vortex of emotion and, and stress. So having other perspective, people call me, you coming up with solutions is really great. And you absolutely did that for me. I have a quote written on my phone of what you texted me when something went awry for us. And I think it was something to the effect of, this is going to be a good story one day. Right. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. If anything, it'll be a great story. Yeah. That's the way, I mean, obviously not illness per se, but, but you know, what seems maybe so big in the moment, right? Rain or, you know, Whatever the case People is, driving you crazy. People driving you crazy. Somebody wearing something that you don't want them to wear mm-hmm. will be a great story down the road. Can mm-hmm. you, um, like, do you remember when it was pouring rain during our wedding and we had to do this? Right. It, it makes for good things while obviously not at the time. Right. It'll be a memorable day. Yeah, exactly. And it felt like such a genuine comment from you who had been through planning her wedding and it made me realize like, okay, Sam's not getting riled up by the story I'm telling her right now. This is the personal emotion that I am so tied to the situation and my wedding. I needed that ancillary person to say, Mia, oh my goodness, you're going to be fine. And it's going to be great. And 
I think also coming from you, like we have very similar personalities and we're excitable. And for you to just like have this like calm, like smiley face response back to me, I was like, she's right. And she's not minimizing no, my worries, right. but it was like, you're good. This is yeah. going to be funny at some point. Yeah. I think that's a key too, is like, Obviously, if you're, you know, a support system of a bride, of a couple, you can't minimize anything because it really is significant to them at the time. But mm -hmm. trying to help, you know, go through it with them, but also be, like you said, that ancillary person, somebody who can be a little calming in the storm for them. Mm -hmm. So what would you say you would do or feel or try to keep your emotions in check if someone showed up not following your dress code? And do we mean like the cardinal sin? Uh, of wearing white I don't know I honestly <laughs> don't I think I would allow myself to be upset about mm -hmm. it for a moment but at the end of the day I think and this is just me I would think that there's probably something within that person that they feel like they need certain attention a part of me would feel a little like sad for them and I wouldn't let it ruin my day I would talk about it mm -hmm. go forward like right. can you believe so and so did this 100% <laughs> But I would not let it ruin my day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's a story, a family member was at a wedding and the stepmom were white, but yeah. I think she was from a culture where it was, I'm forgetting exactly what it is of like wearing red versus white or something. She didn't know that was not a positive thing. Right. As for who is the best to rely on, with these tough situations that you need to pivot, what do you think? Is it always maid of honor, moms type of thing? I think it is who you feel will be rational with you, understand where you're coming from, mm -hmm. but also give you the best form of advice. Sometimes that might not be your mom or your maid of honor, and that's okay, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think whoever that person is to you is who you kind of consult. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, you know, most of the times it probably will be, you know, your mom or, or whomever, but sometimes, you know, there are situations where like family or, or maid of honors, they may just say the wrong thing. Everything is really heightened at that moment where things are going awry that mm -hmm. if they say the wrong thing, it's just going to throw you off even more. Right. So whether it's, a friend or, you know, even if it's a coordinator, it's like, okay, here's my, here's where I'm going. Like, yeah. what would you suggest? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I like that that you brought in coordinator because it's true. Chances are, if they haven't dealt with the exact same situation, maybe an adjacent situation, agreed. right? Yeah. Um, I had, oh my goodness, my sweet friend who was having a merry coordinated wedding called me. I could tell she had been sobbing and she was like, I have, we can talk more about this in um, upcoming episodes, but one of her vendors was bailing weeks before the wedding. And I've been seeing that happen a lot, unfortunately, right? Um, so I was able to very methodically think of what, how am I going to help her solve this versus when it is someone attending or just someone in your orbit who hasn't been through it. Totally, they can make great advice for you, but there is a different level when you have a professional, so to speak, weighing in. And when I had situations like that, um, even though our coordinator was someone trained by me, there still was that level of, I need to get on the phone with you and like run right. this by you. Sure. So. Yeah, absolutely.
Okay, so what do we think the best way to prepare for these? We talked about kind of keeping ourselves in check and our own mental health with it, but what are tangible ways that we can be ready for this stuff, this unexpected stuff? Yeah, so I actually was doing or helping with a wedding um, not too long ago where the bride was like, well, you know, I just know it's not going to all be great. Um, and that kind of made me sad for her. Like, there's a part where it's like, yes, you want to be prepared, like prepare yourself for, you know, there being some hiccups, mm -hmm. but also prepare yourself for it being the best day of your life. And, you know, you don't want to have this negative talk to yourself. You want to be able to enjoy those moments. Mm -hmm. So I think practicing, you know, positive talk, neutral self-talk is really huge. I mean, you can't prepare for a global pandemic or rain or, you know, illnesses. You can't do that. But I think being mindful and to a point, right? Don't get negative. Mm -hmm. but being mindful that it might not all go perfectly the way that you want it to go with a T. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you that you will not remember half of the things that weren't planned the way that you planned them to be. Right, right. So the week leading up to my batch it had a really, really bad weather prediction. And I was distraught. Like we weren't planning to be outside the whole weekend. For moments, yes, right. I could not calm myself down about it. What ended up, ended up happening was beautiful weather. We beautiful. had the absolute best time. I was just looking, I was like, wait, <laughs> it didn't rain at all. <laughs> but when it's your own thing, no, it's I like totally obsessive. It. And so when it came around to the week of the wedding, I said, Mia, you wasted mm -hmm. days before your batch, which and should have been so too. fun. Yeah. Totally. And that lowers your immune system. Then yeah. maybe you're going to be the one that, that gets sick. You have to remember that you can't get those moments back. And so I really said, Mia, do not ruin the week leading up to your wedding because you kind of did that for your batch. Right. You know, so that, that did kind of help me. In terms of other tangible things, I know brides have had big umbrella orders sitting in their Amazon cart and they can go at any moment. So like thinking through right. moments like that. Um, what else? Oh, this is interesting. I'd say there's a lot of pros and cons of having many venues. Like I love the idea of an all in one hotel ceremony reception. Everything's right there. It keeps it really simple, but a pro of having several different venues from your hotel, maybe your ceremony, mm -hmm. your reception, just mm -hmm. like us, um, having that is in the case there are unexpected things or needing to pivot, the rules in, in different areas are changing or different mm -hmm. size venues because of COVID. We were able to have this ability to, at any moment, if we needed to, would have taken some communication with these vendors sure. and um, contracts and things like that, editing contracts. But if we needed to, we could have pivoted mm -hmm. to having the ceremony here, to having the cocktail hour there, to having... Uh, a different hotel, like all of those types of things where we had this wiggle room that you don't, if you have your wedding all in one spot. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind. If that's the arrangement you have for your wedding weekend, that if things go awry, check with the other location to see if they can help you at all. That's really smart. So I liked what you said, like give your brain a break essentially. And ultimately have plan B and C, like we talked about earlier, in place and be happy with them too. Like mm -hmm. I, I think every single destination of your wedding weekend was amazing. And we'll talk about that more, but um, to know that you have that backup mm -hmm. is huge. Mm -hmm. And I found myself, this is something I've talked in hypnotherapy about because I think this was actually post season one. I started going to 
hip, hypnotherapy where I was literally hypnotized every week to deal with like different topics and things, which I'm so grateful I had that while planning a wedding. It was a very interesting experience. Um, but I often said that I was so closely tied to everything that was in the news about COVID or anything in our lives. And and um, I think it was actually a blogger too said something similar to if you are so closely tied to all of the positives and all the the great things that if the news is like, COVID's eradicated, mm-hmm. all the weddings are back, you know, and you let yourself get so closely tied to some, sometimes these sensationalized news headlines, mm-hmm. then in turn, the next day when it's like everything's horrible, the world is shut down again, or someone says something negative, then you are listening yeah. so close to them and then your mood is plummeting right. again. right. So trying to just keep all that in check and letting things go in one out in one ear, not the other sometimes and remembering that stuff like that is sensationalized. And if it's someone in your orbit, their emotions are sensationalized right now too. Um, and it was something as silly as like, I would walk into like the Target dollar bins. Do you love the Target dollar I bins as much as I do? I love the Target dollar bins. <laughs> this water bottle is from there. Oh. My posters are from there. It's the best. It is the best. So I walked in in maybe like eight weeks out from the wedding. Like we had already decided to go forth. Um, But there were all these like little wedding tchotchkes. And I was like skipping around to Target. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I think weddings are back. Like I think that's happening. Right. But it also was like, okay, Mia, like it's a Target dollar bin. Like the supply chain issues. I don't know if you've seen all those like tweets of like everything's handling my emotions, supply chain issue. Um, but it's like, okay, Mia, like that's a ridiculous thing to make me be like, my wedding can happen. The dollar bins are back. Right. But listen, if that's what made you happy that day, then take it. I know it's true. But just uh, when things turn downside, sometimes, you know, keeping yourself in check. All right, Mia, what's going on with Mary? We have a lot going on. Uh, Like we said, it's been so fun to watch weddings that were postponed, get new dates and go off without a hitch and and everything like that. So um, our first wedding that we haven't gotten to chat about on the podcast was April. And we had a beautiful wedding in April. It was at the iconic uh, Central Park Boathouse and started the day at the New York Athletic Club, which is this beautiful iconic hotel. And the first look was overlooking Central Park. Incredible. And the dress was this beautiful long sleeve bead detail. The bridesmaid dresses were in these like blush or champagne Amsal dresses, like such high quality. And it just was such an amazing day. And, and it was like early March, Mm -hmm. like less than five weeks ahead of time was the final, like we are doing this. And I was just chatting with someone yesterday about this, but just the staff just seemed so happy to be back and working. And um, I think the father of the bride actually mentioned that in his speech of like, this is one of the first events that, um, that the venue got to have back. And I had a coordinator in tow who then was, was my coordinator for my wedding. So it was really fun to um, watch this other wedding happen while in the back of my head going the next, one of the next times is me. Um, So it was, it was really special and really fun. And it's always extra fun when like the families are uh, like having fun with us and like, appreciative and it just makes it all like even more fulfilling to like yeah. do this right yeah and your pictures on insta on the insta is gorgeous of that way yeah wavelight photography um he was 
so amazing. He's about two feet taller than me. <laughs> so I was like the tall photographer and the the short coordinator. Um, but it, it was a really fun day and like a really great vendor team. They had a really fun band. Um, so I sometimes can't believe that that, that happened because amazing. April was so touch and go. Yeah. April right? was a hard month. It was. Yeah, exactly. So Okay, so we hope that this episode helped provide a bit of solace and calm. Uh, if you arise on unexpected things and you have to pivot your plans, so always know that you can also DM us, even if you're not a merry bride, and say, "Hey, this is going on. Do you have any thoughts?" Between Sam and I, between our other coordinators, we've probably dealt with something, if not exactly the same, pretty close. Yeah, absolutely. There's been a lot. We're so we are here to help. Well, I'm so glad to be back with you. Me too. And that is a wrap on episode one. Thanks for getting married with us. Have a good one. Bye.